Hey everyone, welcome to Locked on Lakers for Monday. Brian Kamenetsky, Andy Kamenetsky. The Lakers get a big win driven by their stars. LeBron James just keeps rolling along. Thank you, Dylan Brooks. That's next. You are Locked on Lakers. Your daily Los Angeles Lakers podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks to everyone for making Locked On Lakers your first listen of every day, Monday through Friday, no matter how or where. Yeah, how or where you get your podcasts. Uh, Locked On Lakers is always going to be free for you. Never will be behind a paywall. Um, and Andy, Locked On Lakers on YouTube is where nearly 22,000 subscribers are all getting real excited after LeBron James lit up Dylan Brooks on Sunday. Um, it is something I think it is as satisfying as anything that Lakers fans can see in a 105-104 Lakers win. Um, it is a, a good win for the Lakers over a team that has played very well. The Rockets, uh, now 6-5, and five, have been one of the better teams in the Western Conference over the last few weeks. Um, the Lakers rise to 8-6, and 6-1 six, six and one at home, moving now to the Utah game. Uh, as they will finish out um, they finish out group play in the, uh, in the in-season tournament, Andy. There are games that are, you know, supporting cast driven. There are games where guys uh, step up, you know, in that in that supporting cast and and help lead the team to wins. Uh, and then there are games, Andy, where the stars drive the bus. And I thought on Sunday between LeBron and his um, thirty seven points on fourteen of nineteen from the floor, and Anthony Davis with twenty seven points, eleven of fifteen from the floor along with uh, a couple steals and a block. This was a game where the stars uh, truly drove the bus for the Lakers. Yeah, I thought the tone was set really early by AD. He had 10 points in the first quarter. He was doing a lot of work down low. And Darvin Ham said after the game that he drew up um, a play for AD at the top of the second half to also feature him in the post. He was really aggressive you know, under the basket in that area, had four offensive rebounds of the 10 that he had in this game, got to the line seven times, made just five, which for AD is a really, you know, with, with all the different things that get talked about with Anthony Davis, because he's just a continual swirl of talking points, positive, negative, that whole roller coaster. He's very quietly shooting almost 88% at the line, like almost 10 points above his career averages, you know, almost 90% for a big man who gets to the right. line. And that, that is critical. Like we, we, we talked about it last year because his free throw shooting last year was better than the year before. He, he had kind of so much of what made Anthony Davis special as a big man was related to the idea of being a, a good free throw shooter because, you know, that is. Uh, an important part of his repertoire, he gets to the line a lot. But you, like you say, Andy, this year has been—you know—he kind of fixed it last year, and then now has elevated it. Uh, in, in you're right, and hasn't been talked about. Yeah, he also though got into foul trouble. Um, eventually fouled out of the game. It was down the stretch, basically a contest between him, Alpern Shingun, and Dylan Brooks, all sitting on five fouls, who could uh, last the longest without having to sit. Unfortunately. The loser was AD. His sixth foul was a charging call against Shingun that 
I think it was kind of a shaky call, um, but the Lakers had already used up their challenge. And down the stretch is really where you saw LeBron take this game over. 14 of the Lakers' 15 scores were either scored or assisted by LeBron. He was just masterful in this game, particularly as it went along. You know, he he talked afterwards about how, you know, he gave Dylan Brooks a too small, you know, one of the, one of those motions and yeah. said that, you know, said that he was asked if there was some extra juice competing against Brooks. And he said for sure. And he said he's a great competitor. I like going against him. Made a point of noting Dylan Brooks played well in this game, you know, shot the ball well and like that it wasn't like extra per se going against Brooks, but he enjoys the competition. He kept like snapping his fingers whenever he'd say like competition or saying like the young guys get you going, like snapping. Like it reminded me of that scene in Heat where Al Pacino's like, I got to hang on to my angst. I got to preserve it because I need it. It keeps me sharp on the edge where I got to be. Like LeBron just reminding that, you know, sometimes even for guys like him, it doesn't necessarily have to be personal. But you look for the things to keep it going because right. even when you are insanely competitive like LeBron, because there's no way you can reach these heights without being wired, Correct. frankly, like a yeah. psychopathic maniac. He's also been doing this now for 21 years, and there really is not anything left for LeBron to prove. So sometimes you make up slights like we've talked about with different athletes you know they make up yeah. reasons to be offended but then there are other times where it's like oh hey look this thing's here and it's real and it's fun for me so i am going to latch on to it yeah and this you know and I should note that this episode's brought to you by prize picks the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports go to prizepicks.com locked on nba use the code all lowercase here locked on nba for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars and um, you know, I weave LeBron James into my prize picks activity if if I was someone right now. Um, it, it's it's not a question of Dylan Brooks doing what he did in the postseason last year, where it's like he's getting out in front of it and taking the stick to the bear and just poke, 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 poke. I mean, there's some residual of that. He doesn't have to do it every time they play. And I think LeBron remembers some of those things. But um, he he has kind and of... LeBron put remembers like every single detail of a third quarter in a regular right. season game nine years ago. I'm pretty sure he can remember Dylan Brooks calling him old five right. months he ago. Is, he has been... Like Dylan Brooks can't unpoke the bear at this point. And so... Even when he is as he was, you know, leading into the the last Houston game where the 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 Rockets ran him out of the building, and then tonight's win, you know, the one hundred five one hundred four win on Sunday night, um, LeBron, you know, Dylan Brooks was not like yapping at the media and talking no. about LeBron and disrespecting him and all these other things. Like, but it doesn't matter. Like, it's like he has now turned this into something that is going to elevate LeBron. And then Andy, you you take that. And combine it with the fact that I don't care if you're talking about, you know, wow, in his 21st season and pushing 40 and all the LeBron James is on a heater by any any player's standards. Like, you know, you go back to Friday 
and 35 points on 60% shooting follows it up on Sunday um, with 37 points on 74% shooting. Um, you know, he hasn't had a game. You know, you, go, you shot 60% in, in the Sacramento game. He was one of the only Lakers to play well. You go back to the Memphis game. He barely played, but he was at 55%, 65% against Phoenix, the, you know, the, the game before that. LeBron is just on a heater, and it's not a heater with an asterisk for a guy who's played, you know, as much as he had. He is just playing incredibly well right now. Well, and he also wants to make sure people are aware of this. You may have noticed Friday after the Portland win, LeBron posted on, I believe it was Instagram, um, the Spectrum Sportsnet, who broadcast the Lakers games, had a graphic that LeBron had 35 points, uh, 5 and 9 from 3, 5 rebounds, 9 assists, 108th 30-point game with the Lakers. So just with the Lakers, 108 30-point game. Keeps it up. He could get himself another one of those Western Conference of the Week awards. <laughs> Player of the Week <laughs> yeah. award. Well, you can never have too many. And LeBron, or whatever it would be. LeBron posted that graphic with the caption, but I just came here to make movies, though. Ain't that what y'all said, right? And look, on one hand, LeBron did come here to make movies because he literally made movies upon yes. coming here. Like, you know, my man... You are a Hollywood mogul, like a legitimate Hollywood yes. mogul at this point. So the word is just right. That's the thing. It was not only why he came here. It is yes. a reason. And, you know, I think Los Angeles was perhaps the biggest reason that he became a Laker. But it was not the only reason. And certainly not the if he wanted to, he could just stop playing basketball right. and could, go make the movies full time. But like he's in what in his sixth are we in season five or season six with the Lakers? Six. Um, six. Six season with the Lakers, right? And we're st- you talking you just you just mentioned how athletes will find things, find things. Like that was like six years ago. <laughs> we're still kind of, you know, again, these guys forget nothing. LeBron forgets nothing. Um, and it is it is uh it's it's kind of fun to see. Um, and so uh, this was a big game for Anthony Davis as well. Um, he said some stuff after the game that should make Lakers fans feel a little bit better going forward. Uh, I'll explain what that is next. Locked on Lakers is brought to you by PrizePix, the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you get to pick more than or less than on two to six player projections. Watch the winnings roll in up to 25 times your money, perhaps. And with basketball season now in full swing, you can pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, created specifically for projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues, maybe LeBron and Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo for three-pointers made and receptions. And with the Price Picks reboot policy, your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Say you got a player, exits the game in the first half, doesn't return in the second half of football or basketball, that player gets rebooted. Prize Picks, the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance. So go to prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA. Use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match on up to 100 bucks. Again, prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports 
made easy. Real quick, Brian, before we get to AD, I wanted to bring up one more thing about LeBron. And this is a theory I have just also related to the heater he's been on and where we are in this season in particular, because LeBron in particular has been having some big ass games in in-season tournament games. I Bags, tweeted this we out. Call yep. I tweeted this out at Cam Brothers. Theory based on nothing more than me speculating wildly. LeBron, who's well aware of all things historical attached to his name, wants to go down in NBA history as a winner of the first in-season tournament, just in case this event picks up some prestige in the future. I actually think, look, LeBron needs to prove nothing else, so this isn't like he needs it. I think it's a he wants it. He actually, I think, again, it's me speculating, but especially, too, it's an event. Someone, a few people pointed this out to us on Twitter. It's an event taking place like the finals in Vegas where LeBron has not been subtle at all about letting people know he plans to own the eventual NBA team yes. in Vegas and become connected to history in Vegas with the NBA. I think LeBron actually wants to win this tournament because of I, the historical implications of it. It's funny. Like, it. He he clearly, I think, because there's a lot. Because he's not on. made fun of this thing. He has not crapped on it at all. No, the and the league, I think, has made it pretty clear, especially to its stars. Like, don't be that guy. Like, you know what? Play, help us play ball. We're trying to create because all of this stuff ultimately is designed to create more revenue for the players. Yep. Um, you know, for the league. I mean, obviously, but like the league shares the revenue with the players. Like, and if it, it doesn't add a burden to the regular season, it's like it was done in a way that it's we're not nobody's asking you to play for free extra games and all that kind of stuff, except one extra game if you happen to make the final of this thing. But um, you could win five hundred grand for that game, right? And I and I think I think that that dollar figure is going to rise um quickly i i i think in in three or four or five years they will not be playing for half a million dollars they can be higher um and so i think lebron is because he is a guy who understands the you know sort of the business of this and the where the league is and uh the league's position on a lot of things and has generally I think taken a cooperative stance with stuff with the league and been a good partner for the league. Um, and I, I think he, well, he's if he eventually is going to own a team in Vegas, Darn this right. tournament adding revenue to the league absolutely, absolutely. helps him. And so there've been a couple of times where, um, you know, I think he's been set up to kind of poke fun at it a little bit and you're right. He hasn't, um, but there was a moment, <laughs> there was a really fun moment after Friday's game um, when uh, our friend Mike Trudell, who does great work covering the the team for the Lakers and then obviously for for Spectrum, uh, is a uh, sideline guy, he um, he asked LeBron about like gaining home court advantage for the for the which they'll have if they beat Utah and all that kind of stuff going forward. It's like, is this something that you guys are are, are you know think about with? With the tournament and LeBron's response of was yes, you know when we're told about it, it is it's it's, uh, it's an important thing. It's like I you know it's like I, I I didn't we hadn't quite thought about it that deeply, but yes, sure, why not? Like I mean, you know, I guarantee we'll three quarters game. of the execs around the league can't explain exactly how you get home. I mean, it's the first time they've done this, right? And it's kind of convoluted. 
Right, and it's like Bones. It's like the Bones Highland, you know, the the guard on uh, uh, on the Clippers. The the quote that went around where he was asked about the tournament. His quote was essentially, "Yeah, I don't really know what's going on, but I do think I do think it has been surprisingly competitive for guys, and it helps when players like LeBron don't mock it. Um, you look, I don't care how rich you are. Half a million dollars is half a million dollars, like. Okay, sure. Um, and it's like half a million dollars. I don't really have to do anything differently than what I'm doing now. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, and like I said, I think it helps the Lakers ended up in a relatively easy group uh, because as David Stern always said, his ideal in-season tournament finals would be Lakers versus Lakers. Um, but it's 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 working out well for them. Um, he's just playing so, so well. But Anthony Davis... Um, joined in again, foul trouble aside on Sunday night, Andy thought was excellent. Um, you mentioned playing out of the post a little bit more. And, um, that was that being a conscious thing that, that Darvin Ham and the Lakers were trying to do, but 27 points, 10 rebounds, three assists, two steals and a block. And he said, uh, a couple things had him feeling good on Sunday. The first being that his fantasy football team had a really good day. I certainly understand how that did both of ours. Good. Yes. I I am I am undefeated. Don't have to go down the rabbit hole. Nobody cares. I'm, I'm just, just saying I'm undefeated. You. I'm a thousand percent. I'm convinced I'm going to lose in the first round of the playoffs. So I hope Anthony Davis feels better about it than I do. Um, but the second thing that AD said mattered for Sunday was getting some treatment and and feeling better. And f- for Lakers fans who were worried that perhaps this injury, this hip thing. Um, could really linger to hear him give a good report only a couple days after the the Portland game where he was clearly limited, I think, is is a good sign. Yeah, I mean, Darvin talked around it uh, Friday night when asked if AD was still dealing with discomfort from that hip issue. And without coming out and saying it, he basically said yes. And then afterwards, Anthony Davis came out and said it and said, yeah, you know, and he noted that on, you know, like a back-to-back, the the Wednesday game where he did not play well at all, you know, he barely had time to get treatment. And that makes a difference for something that, you know, is an active injury, you know, something that you need to be monitoring all the time. You know, the 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 it felt like the Lakers were in really good shape in that game heading into Sacramento just because they had the stars and the main guys that had to play so little, but for AD back-to-back still meant I don't get as much time mm-hmm. to work out this injury the way we normally would. You can see the difference it made just being, you know, not just having a gap in between games, but home and home. You know, that that also just makes a difference. It's like less stuff getting in the way of treatment really helped. Um, and so he comes out, and when the Lakers get – this kind of performance from both of their stars. Uh, it was not a flawless game uh, for the rest of the sporting cast. And we're going to talk about, I don't, I don't know if we're going to get to Torian Prince um, in detail on today's show, but one for 11 on, on Sunday um, continues to just be in a horrific slump, um, which is just surprising considering how well he shot the ball um, in the preseason. Um, and it was not a great game shooting wise for D'Angelo Russell and 
Uh, Cam Reddish was very good defensively, but three of nine from the floor. So like it was not a great performance from the Lakers uh, in terms of the supporting cast. It was not a great shooting night, 21% for, uh, as a team from beyond the arc. They only hit six three-pointers. But when the Lakers get that kind of performance from LeBron and Anthony Davis, they're going to be in every game and they're likely to win most of them. I just, it's it's hard to lose when those guys play as well as they did and the Lakers are engaged defensively, which they were. Yeah, it was not always pretty, but they did enough of the right things and their stars came through. Plus, Austin Reeves, huge fourth quarter. That made a really big difference. Talk about that coming up next. Locked on Lakers is brought to you by FanDuel, and you can enjoy this NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers, you get $150 back in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. So just pick your team, five bucks, it wins. That's $150 in bonus bets. And you can use those bonus bets on spreads, player props, over unders, futures, all sorts of fun stuff. The app's really easy to use. You know, all these different options just right there at your fingertips, and of course, NBA stuff you can bet on as well. LeBron currently 75-1 to to win MVP. You might want to put that down now because after some of these games, I bet the odds aren't quite as good a bet. Anthony Davis, 41-1. to Um, Last I checked, Austin Reeves, 11-1 to for sixth man of the year. That went up from 20-1, to not even like a week ago. So these things are always fluid. You always want to be monitoring, looking for your best odds possible and trying to predict the future a little bit as well visit fanduel.com slash locked on enjoy the nfl season sports in general with an offer you don't want to miss fanduel an official partner of the nfl also real quick want to let people know reminder the subtext our yes our subscription texting service is up and going right now and it's a great way for our listeners our viewers, just the people who followed our coverage of the Lakers now going for about 20 years to have more direct interaction with us. We'll be taking your questions, hosting subscriber mailbags that will eventually inevitably end up part of our show, provide game commentary, just more one-on-one interaction with all of you, just better way to increase our connection. You get a 14, uh, a 14 day free trial at join subtext subtxt.com slash locked on Lakers, starting to get uh, some some subscribers coming in. Uh, really looking forward to this. So please, please just give it a go for 14 days. See what you think of it. Um, also, uh, a quick get well soon to the guy who took the half court shot um, Sunday night at the crypt. Um, who and I've never seen this before. Apparently, like Torres Achilles while trying. Oh, jeez. Yeah, if you haven't seen the clip, it's circulating Ooh. around. Um, shooting for fifty five thousand uh, dollars, and I saw it flash by on Twitter. Like, legit seems to have like torn an Achilles. Oh. Could not take. Though, if you're not, if you're unfamiliar with it, you shoot the half court shot. If you miss it, they they let you take a three pointer uh to try to win like i think it's like a like a couple nights stay at the casino or whatever <laughs> he couldn't do it um Oof. so uh i i don't I, I feel you my man i have i think we have all been there um where it feels Oof. like you shouldn't be hurting yourself doing certain things and you do um i i i i, 
I just have an enormous amount of sympathy for this guy. Um, oh. So I hope he feels better. Yeah, for, for um, real. Best wishes. Yeah, yeah, that that just looked awful. Um, anyway, so not only did he not win, I hope he's got a medical insurance because <laughs> I'm sure he signed a waiver. Um, anyway, um, it was not a great night for the Lakers supporting cast, but the Lakers are going to need far more consistent performances um, from Austin Reeves, from D'Angelo Russell, particularly as a shooter. Um, although, you know, Dela has played pretty well as a point guard, but he, he needs to be a little more consistent with the shooting. At least on Sunday, the Lakers got the kind of performance from Reeves, uh, particularly down the stretch, that they need 17 points, six rebounds, six assists. It was his inbound to LeBron um, on that last play that got helped LeBron get to the line. It was a really well-thrown inbound pass. Um, LeBron drives, gets fouled, makes the free throw to win the game. Um, more of this from Reeves is what they need. Well, Reeves also, I mean, nine of his points came in the fourth quarter, including a three that he basically took from like El Segundo. This thing was listed at 31 feet. That felt short for how long, for how long that thing was, how far he was. Um, LeBron actually talked after the game about, you know, trusting Reeves, trusting his teammates in general in those situations on a night where guys were struggling from behind the arc. Reeves was actually one of the better on this night. I think both but, of his threes were from far. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Actually, <laughs> his early first three in the game was yes, was I deep, for, deep. I'd forgotten about that. Maybe, maybe like, you know, remember how, Nick Van, remember how Nick Van Exel would take his free, th uh, free throws like four feet behind the line mm -hmm. just because, and it worked for him. Maybe Reeves should only take threes from like 30 feet or beyond, and that might improve his percentages. Yeah, whatever works. You know, he he missed a free throw also in like the last minute or so that theoretically could have iced the game for the Lakers, but it was still a really big fourth for Reeves on a night where, other than Rui, nobody else among the supporting cast, I think, really was able to get much going in terms of like, you know, counting numbers uh, production. And also, too, I just think this is really big for Reeves in general. Like something that was in my notes after Friday's game, but because it was a mini show, we didn't really have a chance to get into it. Reeves only played 18 minutes against mm -hmm. Portland. Only played and, 25 uh, Sunday against Houston. Right, right. And Rui against Portland and also against Houston was the first sub into the game. And, you know, I, I had gone on a big soliloquy a, a couple shows ago about how I wanted – Rui to get more minutes, and I, I felt, frankly, like Darwin was inexplicably playing him too few. Mm -hmm. And Reeves had typically come in before Rui, so I'd been wondering, like, okay, is this something to be monitoring? Like, is Reeves about to start seeing his playing time severely cut? And as you noted, it went up to 25 from 18, but still not quite at the 30-ish that he had mm -hmm. been playing over the last several I don't know if we're there yet, but either way, that type of fourth quarter is something Reeves needs to make sure that he can keep playing as much as he wants in the moments that he wants to be playing. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, because he did not finish the game, I believe, against Portland. He did, obviously, no, he did not uh, against, against the Rockets. Uh, I just my short term memory is so bad at this point that I never fully trust exactly you know, what what my brain is telling me, um, and so. It's like, look, I mean, he has not 
played well enough to to be sort of where to be at a place where you just count on well of course Austin Reeves is going to finish that game. Of course, they didn't have a great game against the Blazers. And, you know, Darvin, the Lakers haven't, we, we talked about this actually in that little mini show. The Lakers have not played great. Um, this was one of their, I think, better efforts as a team in terms of uh, a good performance against a, you know, whether Houston remains a good team through, you know, March, April. Playing well year. now. They're a good mm-hmm. team now. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, this was a good win against a team that's playing well that had waxed them less than two weeks ago. And almost, you know, they only they, they had won six in a row going to the Clipper game that they played on, I believe, Friday and probably should have won that game. They were up late and figured out a, a couple ways to lose it. Um, you know, they almost were on a seven game win streak coming into this game. Um, and so when you put it all together, Defensive performance, getting stops when you need it, timely buckets when you need it, you know, limiting um, critical mistakes, um, which which I think they did, you know, down the stretch. Um, and like this is a good win, but they need guys like Reeves to to show up and play, and he hasn't been consistent enough to 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 to, to sort of have that stuff that spot assigned to him without any sort of consideration of of whether or not he's you know the contextual circumstances he's playing well enough to do it like lakers haven't put themselves in a bad spot but they're also not in such a good spot that they can just play whoever they want whenever they want and let guys work through it under any circumstances no and that's why it's yeah. really important for him to you know even if it was not you know, a quote unquote him game for its entirety. That fourth quarter, Austin was really, really good. And it was especially yeah. important given that AD fouled out. And, you know, they, they need, I was just going to say, they needed yeah, but- somebody else to step up to try to make LeBron's life easier. You know, I mean, I thought Rui had a solid game, not incredible, not bad game either. But other than Rui, there were really no other counting stats from the supporting guys. So Austin stepping up in that moment was big. Yeah, and maybe we'll, maybe this week we'll have a chance to talk about like what exactly is it that we're what is the right measuring stick? Because like the him games, like it's fun to in the same way we talk about like um, I mean we had the the conversation about the the perception of media. How is he covered? How is he talked about? Or whatever does he get kind of a um, a, a free pass? We had that kind of of, of conversation. There's probably another part of that conversation of like, okay, what exactly is the sure. expectation? Like, where is the the bar? Because you know, 82 him games is probably wow. not a fair. And I'm not talking about you specifically, but I do think like, what it, it, what exactly do they need? Especially as they've they're moving from last year's offensive setup to this year's offensive setup, a transition that I think has been a real challenge for Reeves to try to figure out the just the, the mechanics of it and there it's it, it hasn't lined up yet consistently um it, it's it's another interesting like what exactly is it that they need from him sure. and what 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 is the right what does a good game look like um you know 17 6 and 6 isn't a him game um but it's a pretty good amount of production from sure. from a third or fourth look, guy on your top on your team if reeves was efficiently averaging 17 6 and 6 from the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. there would be no complaints about him. It'd be yeah. fine. 
everything would be fine. Um, Locked on Lakers on YouTube is where you can go to see the show, hang out with upwards of 22,000 subscribers and all of whom, Andy, looking forward to an opportunity for the Lakers to get themselves three games over 500 as they take on the Utah Jazz on Tuesday. That is a very winnable game. Um, uh, the Lakers at home. One more home game after that. They'll play back-to-back Tuesday and Wednesday um, before heading out on the road after Thanksgiving. So um, this is a big one. We talked about it uh, going into the Portland game. A chance to be 9-6 and six heading into that difficult stretch of games, beginning with the Mavericks on Wednesday. Critically important. Gives the Lakers a little bit of breathing room ahead of a tough trip. So we'll see what goes on there. Um, lots to look forward to this week. So uh, stick with us. Uh, become an everyday or be one of the people who is subscribing uh to to all of the stuff that we've got going on uh and uh yeah we'll see everybody on tuesday